He's like. life of a four-year-old baby boy what's up beautiful people welcome to the how can i serve podcast i am your host jaleel Mackey, with my illustrious co-host thomas williamson and today we are talking about a wonderful topic uh the inspiring power of gratitude and how it has served us um as business owners as co-creators as partners um and the power that it has to serve not only us but you know, those who practice gratitude and bring it into their daily lives. So, yeah, really grateful for this one. Um, just spent a few minutes having a, a nice little gratitude meditation. Spent a couple minutes just getting grounded and it felt like this was a, a good topic to cover. And I think an interesting way to start this one off is the conversation about uh, the first time that we practiced gratitude together Um in a business context, business meeting sense, and how there was a distinct shift from where we were energetically, um, collaboratively, and how it opened us up to co-create something that was unlike anything we could have ever co-created had we been stuck in more of our self-centered, ego-driven perspective of how to get things done. So Tom, you wanna share that story and then we'll, we'll dissect that a little further? Yeah, we were out in Santa Monica um, getting ready to brainstorm about filming some content. And it was me, Jalil, and then our mutual friend who Jalil's known since high school, Ray, Raymond. And um, we were just about to dive in. And no, I think we had. We had started um, brainstorming a little bit, ideas of what we could do. Uh, everyone's kind of personal perspective and kind of just going the pretty, you know, normal way of uh, co-creating. And at some point, pretty quickly, it, it was just clear to me and Jay um, that the energy was just a little, uh, what's the word? It's not, it wasn't divisive. It wasn't even aggressive or, or like domineering or on anyone's account. That was the thing. It was, it was really subtle. It was just normal. Um, three guys coming up with ideas, but the, the energy we were picking up on was the ego that was present in the different ways in which we were sharing our ideas. And if you can imagine people kind of elbowing subtly vying for space at the table, that's what it was like. And so, um, I think we had done it once before when it was just me and you. Mm -hmm. And so I asked Jalil if he would um, be open to leading us through a gratitude meditation to which he replied, yes. And we did it for maybe five, 10 minutes. And um, we came back into the brainstorming session, just completely different, uh, more open, more expansive and it was, it was, it was, uh, like we both like to say it was the first opportunity that we had as this unit, uh, of accentuating the essence of everyone in the room mm -hmm. instead of each individual feeling like, Oh, I need my time to speak to accentuate my individual essence. It was space to breathe because the egos had been removed for the collective essence 
as well as the individual essence without any sense of, are they going to like what I'm going to have to say? And is there enough time to say it? Uh, am I, am I really even a part of this project? Like, do we even know what we're doing? Blah, blah, blah. Um, and it's really paved the path for the last almost a year, the last 11 months for how we engage in business meetings, um, with just each other, also business calls with um, different organizations and people outside of um, our our um, dynamic. And um, I'd say the big thing that the big takeaway from that for me has been just the, the subtlety of gratitude and how there is so much to be grateful for always and how just simply taking that moment to take a step or two back and acknowledge gratitude for the different parts of the body. Mm -hmm. um, someone in our life who we feel grateful for, um, a sound that we feel grateful for. Just acknowledging what we have gratitude for literally creates space. And in that space within our minds, it's like, okay, then there's room for infinite potential and possibilities and ideas and uh, creative inspiration to flow through. Um, but it's subtle. It's subtle. It's not something that is readily identifiable. And so just making it a practice and not just a one-time thing or like, you know, something we do every, like once a week or once a month or just when we're, you know, button heads. I think making it a practice has allowed us and our minds and bodies to get comfortable in that space so that we know when we're not operating in that frequency and when we are. And I think that's that's been really key. Yeah. The notion of, of operating from a place of lack, right? If we're worried about not not being heard, not being seen, not being acknowledged for what we're offering, we're operating from a place of lack, which inherently creates a disconnection. We are disconnected from the person in front of us, disconnected from the moment, disconnected from our community, whatever it might be, because there's a, there's a felt sense of separation when we're operating from a place of lack. I don't have enough. I am not enough. This is not enough. That means that what is here in front of me is not mine, right? What's here in front of me and the community I'm a part of and all of that is not mine to be, to be had, if you will, which is really what gratitude is uh, flipping on its head, right? By Tommy, you're talking about this idea of being grateful for our body parts. Like we have feet, you know, not everybody, you know, I'm grateful for my feet because it's true that not everybody has feet. Um, I'm grateful for the fact that I can, I have the ability to walk and that these feet carry me down the stairs, up the stairs, to the kitchen, to the bathroom, on my runs, walking through the forest, on a hike, to my friends, to my son, to my wife. Like these feet are constantly working for me. And 90% of the time, I'm not even paying attention to them unless I'm cutting my toenails or washing them in the shower. Otherwise, you know, or putting on socks or taking off socks or putting on shoes and taking off shoes. Otherwise, my feet get little to no attention from me. And when we take a moment just to say thank you right, to that part of the body, it's like, wow, you work hard for me. Thank you 
for how often and how hard you work for me with little to no expectations in return. They're, they're, it's not asking for anything, right? Our feet are just like, yeah, yeah, cool. Just, you know, keep me from freezing and don't let me get frostbite. And, you know, if I get blisters, I'm going to tell you because it's going to hurt. I just you have to pay attention to that. Otherwise, you know, there's a lot to be grateful for in that. And it reminds me of, of, of the gratitude that has been most impactful for me. Cause you're talking about this idea of daily gratitude, um, which is that of the, the gratitude of breath and taking time to be mindful of the breath is an act of gratitude. Like when we think about the thing that is tethering us to this life, the thing that literally is the reason for us being in this life. It's how we be in this life. We would not be in this life without the breath. To take that moment to say thank you to that breath or acknowledge that breath or give attention to that breath is so rewarding because it reminds me that every moment is a gift. Because as I'm exhaling that breath, I may not get another one back, right? And it's the, the ability to take another breath in that gives me more time on this planet. I get to live longer because I just breathed in more air. Wow. <laughs> what a what a gift, right? And then the the when you when you take that that understanding, it's like, holy shit, every breath that I take is a beautiful gift of life. And then you expand from there and realize every breath that I take is actually oxygen that was produced by the trees that I'm living around, living with. And every exhale that I give off is carbon dioxide that the trees and the plants and the foliage and the fauna consume. And then you realize, holy shit, there's this beautiful ecosystem of balance that I'm a part of. Like, what? And that's all just breathing. That's just the respiratory system, the thing that's happening all the time. Even when we're laying on our backs and our feet aren't doing shit, they're just laying there with us, we're still breathing. What? <laughs> what? Like life is coming in and we're giving life away over and over and over again. It's a it's a it's a gift. It's a powerful thing. Gratitude is so powerful in, in that it when we operate from this place of Oh my gosh, I have so much. I am abundant. Even if my life, everything that society tells me I should have, right? Because I've been there. I've been homeless. Uh, you know, I've lived in, in homeless shelters. I've lived in battered women's shelters. I've been, I've been there where like everything around me, father's in prison, mother's an alcoholic. I'm by myself and my, me and my sister trying to figure out our lives. Mom just got, went to jail for a DUI. Who are we living with? Some random dude we've never met before. Like what is happening? I've been in these places where everything around me makes no sense. And it's terrible. It's like, fuck, society tells me that this is a really shitty situation. Because it is. My nervous system tells me, holy shit, I'm not safe. Because I'm not safe, right? Yet I'm still breathing. And I still got an able body. And I'm able to move this able body through this world. I'm able to experience this life. Holy shit, there's so much to be grateful for. Right? Holy shit, there's so much to be thankful for in this moment. Thank you. Thank you for this moment and this next moment and the next moment and the moment after that. And it's powerful.
And then when we start right with our internal selves, our personal selves, and we have that gratitude for who we are and how we show up and what we represent and what we bring to this life, right? Then we can start to see it in other people. I'm grateful for Tommy Williamson for all of these, like the reasons are long and the list is long, but simply because he is, I'm grateful for this human being that I get to commune with because he exists, period. I'm grateful for Raymond simply because Raymond exists, period. Like what a beautiful moment for me to be in this room with two geniuses of their own rights. And I have an opportunity to connect with and share with and cultivate with these two brilliant men. Wow, that's amazing. Instead of me feeling like, okay, like I'm in this room with these two guys, like, you know, one of them used to act in Hollywood and the other one over here, he's been making films for 15 years. Like I used to work in tech. What am I doing over here? Having conversations about creating courses and video content. Like what the fuck am I doing? I'm in over my head, right? Instead of getting caught in that narrative, which it quite easily could have happened. It came from the other place. Like, wow, what a, what a gift, right? I'm grateful for this moment. I'm grateful for me because I know I'm a, I'm an amazing human being be, just because I exist. Wow. Thank you. And the same is true for these other men and the same is true for this moment. And it goes from me to us to, you know, thou, that as Tommy likes to talk about right? when we're serving something that is beyond the people in the room, but there's a collaborative energy that all three of us brought together to create a fourth energy. And we're in service of that. And that is what matters. The cultivation of that doesn't care who you are, what you think you are, whatever, what you've done, what your accolades are, what your background is, what your PhD and whatever. Nobody cares that that doesn't care about that. That cares that you're just doing your damnedest to serve that as best you can and to add as much to it as you possibly can from a place of um, genuine care and interest and desire to serve the highest good. I am complete. <laughs> nice. That was beautiful. Yeah, I don't I don't have anything else to add to that. I think that that sums up um the practice of gratitude and, you know, how we've implemented into our lives and into our work um, dynamic and the role it's played and continues to play. Um, the gift, the gift of being, the gift of being aware that that is a gift, even in the uh, lowliest of situations where it doesn't seem like there are any gifts abound um, around. Um, yeah, just having that awareness that, hey, I still have my breath. I still have an able body. I still have my awareness to even be aware. Like I don't have brain damage um, to, uh, you know, that, that's effect that's impairing my ability to think and reason and, and remember. Um, but I'm cogent, I'm clear, and I'm aware of all of that. And that truly is a gift. Yeah. Yeah. I think one thing that's coming up for me, um, is just practical, practical practice, you know, for anybody who is interested in exploring gratitude and wants to make it a part of their lives and they don't necessarily know where to start. 
right? We've offered up some ideas, right, that you can reflect on or ruminate on. But in terms of the actual practice, like what what's the container that you can use to hold this, this these notions, these ideas of gratitude? Um, you know, Tommy mentioned a, a meditation, right, which is something that um, you can find on our website. Right? We've got a gratitude meditation available for you to check out. Um, another way to think about this too is is just grabbing a um, a notebook or a piece of paper and just writing down right? a daily practice at the at the end of your day, just taking a moment. What is something I'm grateful for, right? And depending on who you talk to, right, there might be different people who say write down one thing or write down five things. Like my thing is find one thing and write it in detail. What is this thing? And why are you grateful for it? Don't just write down the thing. Like, what is it? And why are you grateful for it? Who is it? Where is it? Why is it? How is it? What has it done for you? What does it add to your life? How do you inter interface and interact with this thing? As we'd like to say, have a sensorial experience with it, right? What does it look like? What does it taste like? What does it smell like? What do you hear? All this stuff. Really engage with that thing, that object of your gratitude. If you're going to do a daily journal. Um... And then another thing is just, yeah, if, if you want to set like a trigger, right, just, if you think about habit loops by um, Charles Duhigg, this, this notion of, of having a trigger and then the behavior and the reward, right? If the behavior is I want to be more grateful, I want to express gratitude more often, find a trigger in your life that is constant that you uh, that you can latch on to. And one that I've, I've shared with other people and I've heard myself uh, is whenever you walk through a door, right? You walk through a door frame. Right. Thank you. Right. Walk through the door frame. You look at whatever's around you. Gratitude for that. Right. Gratitude for this body. Cool. Keep it moving. Right. And the reward for that is that you have a, a, a more positive outlook on life. A more you feel more connected with. You feel more uh, connected to. You feel like you belong to something, which is a powerful. And that you know, there's neuroscience and the research of all of this talks of, of gratitude. Talks about the benefits of. The psychological benefits, the physiological benefits, and they abound. And you know, you can check those out for yourself. But um, another potential trigger is is, and this is one that I personally use for myself, is when I wake up in the morning. The first thing I do, I wake up, I look around. I'm grateful. Thank you for the trees. Thank you for this bed. Thank you for this pillow. Thank you for this blanket on my body. Thank you for another day. Right. Thank you for my son who's jumping on my head right now while I'm just waking up. Like. Thank you for my dog who already has to go to the bathroom and the sun hasn't even come up yet, right? Thank you for these things, right? Even though it may be inconvenient to be jumped on at five o'clock in the morning, like what a gift it is for that little boy to come up in, in my room in the morning and say, daddy, 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 I want to play. Wow, what a gift, right? So those are just a few ideas to kick around, you know, explore them, see how they feel for you. Um, and as with anything, it's a practice. And with practice comes some difficulties. There'll be sticking points. There'll be friction points. Sometimes it won't feel natural. You're like, what the fuck am I doing? This is just like, I'm faking it today. That's fine. Fake it. You know? um, and over time, it'll just become a natural, consistent part of your life. And hopefully you'll, you'll feel and experience the benefits. Anything else, Tom, you want to add before we close this one up? Oh, man. I'm good. That was great. Beautiful. All right, beautiful people. We'll see you next time. Be well. Bye, Luna. <laughs> <laughs>